In today's world, we're all so busy almost all of the time. We rarely take the time to actually sit and be silent and be uninterrupted because there's texts coming in, there's emails coming in, there's Facebook posts to look at, there's Twitter feeds to follow, there's so many things to do, there's so many pieces of content coming at us, whether it's from YouTube or, hey, maybe even this podcast that just you just got notified of. And there's so much stuff in the world that can operate to distract us. And some of those things can help with inspiring songwriting and inspiring creativity. But the reality also is that sometimes we need silence and we need time uninterrupted to just songwrite. So today, that's what we're talking about in this episode of Songwriter Theory Podcast. Hello, friend. Welcome to another episode of the Songwriter Theory Podcast. Today, we are talking about the importance of uninterrupted songwriting time, and this would apply to really any creative venture, and honestly, most anything at all. Uh, But specifically, we're going to talk about that as it pertains to songwriting and how we can do better at getting uninterrupted songwriting time in order to maximize our time of effective songwriting. Because, hey, we don't have all the time in the world to songwrite. So, you know, we got to maximize the time that we do have. And one of the great ways to do that is exactly what we're talking about today, which is um, to make sure that when you do have songwriting time, it is uninterrupted. Before we dive in, if you haven't already, be sure to pick up my free guide on 10 different ways to start writing a song. It gives you five ways from a lyrical perspective and five ways from a musical perspective, because I think it's important to do some lyrics first songwriting. It's also important to do some music first songwriting, regardless of which is your preference. And it's also just something that the more you change up the way you start writing a song, the more you're going to have an easier time with creativity and an easier time staying creative and not sort of getting in this creative box that you can't escape and feel like your songs all start to sound the same because it's really easy to do that when you keep gravitating towards the same instrument and the same songwriting process over and over and over again. Naturally, the same process over and over and over again is going to result in a fairly similar result over and over and over again. So a great way to break that cycle is by changing it up. Free guide, songwritertheory.com slash free guide is the link. Link will be in the description if you're on YouTube and also should be there if you're on the podcast. But today, let's let's back up a little bit and talk about the importance of songwriting uninterrupted because this is such a hard thing to do in today's world. And so few people are good at getting uninterrupted anything time. It feels like interruptions are just the standard. Like people almost seem to get start getting anxiety when they're not being interrupted, right? Like sometimes people are like, wait a second, my phone hasn't vibrated in like 15 minutes. Like, oh no, like did my phone die? Which like, why is that a tragedy? That sounds like a great thing. Like, like the, the worst part of the fact that I finally upgraded my phone that was like four years old was, uh, you know, now I have a, so I have the the Pixel because I'm an Android person. And I love the Pixel. But uh, the battery lasts like two days. I used to get this thing that like my phone was dead by like 10 p.m. And a lot of times I, I do work or whatever. Like right now I'm recording this at, I think it's 11 p.m. 
Uh, so I do a lot of stuff after 10 and it's, it's, it's super nice to have the phone just be dead because I can't be interrupted and, and it's harder for me to want to be interrupted or to seek interruption because it's one less device that I can go to, to seek YouTube videos or whatever it is that would distract me. So the first thing that I want to talk about here is why it's important specifically for uninterrupted songwriting time. And the reason it's so important is context switching, which is going from doing one thing or thinking about one thing to the other is very taxing. It's not something that you can just do and and pick up right where you left off. It's kind of like if you were launching a rocket, right? So you're launching a rocket, you're trying to get up into space. Can you imagine how much more fuel you would waste if when the rocket was about halfway up, so you're halfway up to breaking the barrier where like there's no longer Earth's gravitational pull that will pull you back down to Earth, um, but then you're in space where your momentum will just sort of carry you, right? But like you need, you need to get into the upper atmosphere before you can get to that point. So you get halfway up and then your engines cut out, right? Because you're, because let's say in this, in this example, uh, the person piloting the, the spaceship, which I know this is not how this works, but you know, just for the, for the example, ride with me here. So the person who is in charge of driving the spaceship, we'll say, who's actually in the spaceship in this instance, that person receives a text message from his mom and he's like, well, it's my mom. You know, it could be important. I got, I got to check that. So then um, it, in this spaceship, when receiving that text, he can't hit the pedal. So we're going to pretend the spaceship also has a pedal like a car because that's also totally how they work. Um, and therefore, if you think about it, when you still have Earth's gravity and the engines stop because he doesn't have his foot on the gas which again is totally a real thing with rockets. Um, is the ship going to stay there? Is it going to be halfway up in the atmosphere? No, no, no. It starts to plummet down. So then when he finally wakes up, smells the coffee because the lady next to him is like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, I'm going to take over as the pilot because you're clearly incompetent. And then he says, oh yeah, I guess all of us here crashing and burning and dying in a rocket crashing is a little more important than whatever my mom had to say, which is probably informing him of what the neighbor said and what casserole she's making that night. Just kidding. But that that does seem like a thing a mom would do. It's like those ads. You remember those ads um, where like the, the guy's like fighting a bunch of bad guys and there's like a helicopter and stuff. And then his mom calls him and she's like, your dad, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Whatever. Funny ad by Progressive. I don't remember who it was. If you know what I'm talking about, and you're on YouTube, let me know in the comments below what, what ad I'm talking about or put a link there or something. But anyway, so the problem now is let's say when receiving that text, the rocket went back down about halfway. So it was up halfway and now it's back down 25% of the way. So then the guy is like, okay, this time we're going to make it all the way. It gets up 75% of the way. And then this time 
gets a text from that person he's interested in. So now, again, takes the foot off the gas and then goes way back down again, right? Because he's lost concentration now. Now he's thinking about, like, reading into that text and, oh, what did she mean when she said, I'll see you later, right? Like, oh, there's so much hidden meaning there. So that's the toll that context switching has. The idea that, like, you just continue to coast, like, like right now, do you think I can be talking with you and then go over here and respond to an email and just jump right back in, right? Like, just naturally be like, oh, here it is. And then blah, 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 right? Like, that's not how that's going to work. I'm probably going to be distracted. I'm going to lose my train of thought. If I was burying myself deeper and deeper into a certain emotional state or a certain memory that I'm diving into for the sake of the song or whatever the scenario was, n- now I'm, I'm, I'm back out, right? It's kind of like, Sometimes you're starting to feel a little sad or whatever, and then you watch a YouTube video that's really funny, and it pulls you out, right? Like, well, there's opportunity lost, right? Maybe you were getting into songwriter mode, but you were too quick to find a distraction, and you didn't allow yourself to feel things in order to access your creative side. So it's really, really, really important to get into your songwriting mode and not be interrupted. Because also, if you think about it, all these little things that you think don't add up to much time add up a ton, right? You're like, oh, let me just watch this one YouTube video. First of all, you're not going to stop at one YouTube video, right? It's like when you watch one episode, like, tell, let me know in the comments if you do this. So beyond the fact that I'm just obsessed with The Office, Um, and have watched it way too much, and it's just a good go-to that's feel-good and funny and all that. It's a show that, like, I tell myself, if I'm going to go on Netflix or whatever, which is not on Netflix anymore, RIP, but... um, So I go on Netflix, and I lie to myself. This happens all the time, and I know other people who do this, so let me know if you do this. But you say, oh, well, I want to watch a 22-minute show, right? So, like, a sitcom or something. Not a 45-minute show, because that takes more time, right? And I, I don't have time for that. But then you proceed to watch, like, six episodes of the 22-minute show, which, at that point, you might as well have just watched the longer show. So, like, don't lie to yourself that you're just going to stop at the one, right? And that happens on 22-minute on shows, right? And that certainly happens on YouTube videos, right? Because it gives you the recommended Right at the end of the video, it's like, here are other videos you might enjoy. You thought this cat video was funny? Look at this cat and dog video. How about that, huh? Says YouTube. So, so one reason is you're just you're not gonna stop at one, right? But the other thing is that time adds up so much, right? You think, oh, it's only a seven-minute video. Like, okay, but if you only have an hour to songwrite, that's already over 10% of your total songwriting time gone, right? Because 60 minutes are in an hour. I guess we're doing math today. 60 minutes in an hour, right? So 10% of that would be six minutes. So seven minutes, a seven minute video, which is a short video. And now your songwriting time, cut it by more than 10%. If you have an hour, which a lot of us would probably kill for an hour to write songs every night, right? That's not necessarily an easy thing to get. So 
And, and same with a text, right? You think, oh, a text takes two seconds. Like, well, sort of. You have to look at the text. You're usually going to respond to the text. And then half the time you're going to get a response two minutes later. And then you're going to be distracted again to take another 30 seconds to respond to the text. Not to mention that your mind isn't there this whole time, right? Because again, you're context switching. You were diving into this deep emotional state or really thinking about something that that moves you or motivates you to write a song and, and some deep thought. And then your friends over here texting you about like, hey, what, um, you know, what, uh, what's it called? Uh, escape room are we doing this weekend, right? And you're like, oh, well, maybe you go look it up, right? Maybe maybe you go look at like, uh, uh, well, here are our options. There's there's mansion madness and runaway train and, you know, whatever else. And by the way, if you've never done an escape room, great stuff. Go, do one. You will not regret it. It's good stuff. Um, but, right? And, 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 the, and whatever your friend is texting you about or whatever that email you're reading is or whatever bill you're going online to pay – those things are not going to allow your brain to keep thinking through whatever you were thinking of creatively, right? So whatever song concept you were thinking of, chances are the text is going to pull you away from that. Like maybe you're getting lucky and you're thinking about, I don't know, like, does, does this girl or guy like me? And that's the person who's texting you. So it's actually adding to the song, but that's like the exception, right? And even that, it still might not help with your songwriting process. So every distraction is more significant than we think. You know, one video becomes several. One text becomes a series of texts. Everything's more distracting than we think it is. So as far as what I recommend, I recommend you do whatever you have to to get to a point that you can trust yourself that you can sit or stand, I don't know, maybe you stand and songwrite. You can songwrite uninterrupted. And by uninterrupted, I mean nothing. Not a notification on your phone that your mint budget got updated. Not, nothing, right? Like no phones, no anything. Whatever you need to do to make it so that you could do that for like an hour straight. That's what you need to do. So step number one, I think, is either turn off your phone or put it on silent and put it away. Don't check your phone. Number one, that's an easy win or should be an easy win. Turn it off if you have to. Put it in a different room if you have to. Doesn't matter. Even intentionally drain your battery earlier that day. Like keep your screen on so that you don't literally don't even have the option if you have to. The other thing is, I like to songwrite on the computer, and there's several reasons for that. One, I have instant access to my songwriting software, or sorry, my my recording software, so I can sort of record and write at the same time, so that's one reason. And then also, I love Google Docs, because I can't lose it. If I type something, you know, it's there forever. It's not a document that I have to manually save. It's not, it's not a, a notebook that I could lose if I take it to the wrong place and never, you know, never finish that song that I thought was so great. Like I'm, I'm petrified of that stuff because I've, I've lost a songwriting notebook before back when I did use paper. And I'm not saying not to use paper. What I am saying though, is if, if you are a person, which even I have times when I'm, I'm like this, absolutely. I'm far from perfect at this. If you're in a mood where you're like, well, I mean, I have Google Chrome up and YouTube's like <laughs> right there. 
time to get out the paper. <laughs> it's time to get out the paper, right? So whatever it is you have to do, do those things. Something I've been thinking about that is a goal for me because I am not very good at exactly what we're talking about here, staying unplugged. I'm decent at it for songwriting because I care so deeply about it. Um, but certain levels of it are still hard for me. So, for example, I really love the outdoors. But um, something that I've always wanted to love doing but find it hard to do is the idea of go outside, put a fire in the fire pit, or when you go on vacation up in Canada on the lake and like there's, there's nothing, right? You don't even have cell phone service. And just sitting by a campfire or sitting alone or taking a canoe or kayak, kayak is better, just saying, across the lake and just thinking, being alone and songwriting. And I love my alone time. I love thinking to myself, if I'm being really honest, sometimes I walk around this basement and literally talk to myself out loud um, to think through things. But for some reason, even somebody like me who loves being alone and creative, it's hard. It's hard to truly, truly disconnect where you are in a place where you have no access to anything, right? You are cell phone-less. You are alone in nature just with your thoughts and, and you take that time to songwrite. If you have to go to that extreme, do it. It's something that I want to work on. I want to become better at that. I want to not be the person that's constantly thinking, well, I could be reading this book about self-improvement and how to run a better business and this financial book. And, and, uh, you know, I could be listening to a podcast that's again, learning this thing, or I could be reading a songwriting book, right? Sometimes you just have to not do those things and just listen, just be okay with silence, be okay with no notifications from your phone. Be okay with nothing but nature sounds. And it's okay if you don't like nature, right? You can do this at home. The nature thing really has is unimportant here. But like, when's the last time you sat on the couch and did nothing? And when I say did nothing, I don't mean scrolling through TikTok videos for an hour. Because that is doing something. It's doing a worthless something. But it's doing something. Just being willing to just be willing to sit and be alone with your thoughts. Because also, half the time we don't even give ourselves the opportunity for the muse to come visit us because we're too busy talking. We're too busy listening to everything that's not the silence. And the muse comes from the silence usually. Sometimes we'll be inspired by a TV show. Sometimes we'll be inspired by a conversation with somebody. It's certainly many times even. But a lot of times the best creative ideas come from the willingness to be silent. So my challenge to you this week is get one hour straight of uninterrupted time at least once. At least once. Just one time. And if you can do that, come back to this video and let me know in the comment below. Or if you're on a podcast, leave a review on iTunes. Hint, hint. 
and uh, let me know there. So um, I will try to do this challenge as well. One hour uninterrupted. At least once. And I will let you know if I remember. And if I don't remember, yell at me in the comments. And I will let you know next week in the next pod if I was able to do that because it's important to do. Thank you, as always, for listening. Thank you, as always, for watching. I appreciate every single one of you. I got some awesome emails in the last week, and there's been a bunch of emails that have been awesome for for a while. But uh, specifically this week, I just want to call out, uh, I had uh, Maria, who is an 11-year-old girl, reach out and and, and let me know that she loves the podcast and how much she's been learning from the podcast. And she sent me her song. And by the way, Maria, if you wanted me to play the song or if you want me to play the song, let me know. I will be happy to do that. You did not say for me to do it in the email. So I don't want to put it out there without your permission. Uh, so shoot me another email if you would like me to, if you wanted me to do that. And I'll put it at the end of the next podcast. Um, but I just want to say, man, I I was having a rough day that day that I saw that email. Um, if I can be totally transparent with you. And then I thought to myself, man, there's there's something really awesome about like this young person. You know, at 11 years old, so many like most people at 11 are just, you know, I mean, you're a kid, right? So to be an 11-year-old that already has dedicated themselves to the craft of songwriting to the point that they're willing to listen to a podcast about it, like, I don't know how to explain the feels that gives me, um, but, man, because I, I remember being that age, too. That was about the age that I really started with uh, songwriting, and I started with, you know, <laughs> basically, basically at that point, I was rewriting ly- new lyrics to songs that already existed, uh, because my, uh, it's hard to have a high creative capacity at 11. Um, but man, her song was, was really awesome. I think it was called, uh, story of my life. I don't want to say the wrong thing, but, um, now that's going to drive me a little crazy, but it was awesome. So thank you for that email, Maria and, and whoever your parents are, who I assume and hope, uh, monitor who you're emailing, um, so thank you to you and your entire family for for reaching out um cuz cuz man if it just every single one of you that lets me know that this podcast or these videos have any impact on you whatsoever is awesome. I've gotten so many really touching stories that make me like so motivated to go do the next one. Um, you know, like, like the fact, like, I just can't get over like, I mean, 11 year olds, right? Like 11 year olds are usually just like to listen to a podcast at 11 years old to learn to songwrite, right? Like that's so cool. That's just so cool. And, and I'm so honored that it would be what I'm doing here, uh, when there's a million options out there. just just so cool. So so to everybody who listens to this, and even if this is the first and last episode of Songwriter Theory Podcast you listen to, um, I don't necessarily care that you follow this channel. Um, and I do in the sense that, like, of course, I appreciate all of you deeply. But 
really what I want is that you find something or someone that can um, make you want to songwrite and can speak to you and to your songwriting style and, and make you want to songwrite that week and make, and, and teach you something that you need to know to songwrite better this week than you did last week. So whether that's me or somebody else, you know, that part doesn't necessarily matter to me. Of course I would prefer me, (laughs) but, um, but really what's important to me is like, like take Maria, right? She's 11 years old. By the time she's 18, if she keeps listening every week to any podcast about songwriting, assuming it's not total garbage, um, like she's going to be freaking crushing it. And that's, that's awesome because we need real songwriters that, that are writing meaningful music. And from what I remember of her song, it's already more meaningful than half the crap on pop radio. So go you, Maria. I can't, couldn't be more proud of you. I know this has gone on forever now, but um, I guess I just wanted to really express my appreciation to all of you who have reached out to me. And uh, that that email specifically spoke to me because it's not 11 years old, man. I just I, I can't get over that. That's 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 so cool. I mean, I know like 40 year olds who still have like never listened to a podcast and don't have their life together and don't want to learn anything. Um, so at 11 to already be like, I want to learn to songwrite, like, ah, oh, just so awesome. So awesome. So go you, go your parents and go everybody that listens to this podcast or any other, um, song, whatever your thing is, maybe you're not really into songwriting. Somehow you stumbled upon this and made it all the way to the end here. Uh, whatever your creative venture is, just crush it at that thing, right? Take ownership and dedicate yourself to your craft because art matters. Art speaks to people like, you know, it's, it's not hyperbole to say that songs have saved people's lives, right? It's just, it's not hyperbole to say that. Um, so this is important what we're doing. And that's something that I want to talk about in a future podcast, or maybe, uh, one of the edited videos on this channel, um, is, is why songwriting is important, which I don't think I need to tell anybody who's listening to this. Um, but I think it's important for me to talk about why I think it's important, uh, even if it's just for you all to understand where I'm coming from uh, so we can get to know each other even a little better. So I know this has gone on a while now, so I will cut it short here. Thank you, everyone, for watching, for listening, especially if you made it all the way to this point. And I will talk to you. Wait for it. Wait for it. Next time. <laughs>